0: The strike continues for the United Auto Workers. Stellantis offering up a 21% pay increase. That did not get accepted. It just it just didn't. Uh, General Motors, Ford, the strike is amongst all three. Tony Katz, good to be with you. Gary Dick joins us from InsideIndianaBusiness.com on Twitter. Or X at IIB, at Gary Dick, personally, G-E-R-R-Y, at Gary Dick, on uh, twitter you've got the rejection there the strike is not yet in indiana right you've got the plant in missouri a plant in michigan and a plant in uh, ohio from one of each of the big three where the united auto workers are demanding 36 percent pay increases they want more retirement uh, benefits they're looking for cola cost of living uh, uh, adjustments they're not going to get everything they want but before we get into what we think is going to come to Indiana, what has been the take on the strategy that the United Auto Workers have been using here? Uh, it's
1: the first time they've ever done it, uh, done it this way, Tony. Uh, as you mentioned, uh, three plants— uh, one each uh, uh from each of the big three automakers, typically the United Auto Workers Union will select one company they'll select general motors, let's say, and then target that automaker uh, with a strike and, and negotiate uh, uh beyond that uh, for, with the other two this time around they're targeting all three, which is again the first time they've uh, they've ever done it uh they're saying, and both sides appear far apart as we head into what would be the first full week of the strike. Uh, and the UAW is making no bones about it; they're uh, more than willing to expand the strike. So, start with these the three plants, and then add plants—be it parts plants, assembly plants, or whatever the case might be—as the strike goes on. Thinking that will give them leverage uh, in this uh, in this negotiating process.
0: The the leverage part is that, as we have seen. They're going to utilize this drip, drip, drip philosophy. We can expect today or tomorrow to see another three plants go on strike. But here in Indiana, not only do we have plants, we also have those who supply those plants. What are you hearing from those businesses or people who supply even those businesses about how they're going to handle this? Will this put more pressure on the big three to come to the table faster?
1: Well, as you see, uh, Tony, uh, uh, we have both assembly plants and parts plants uh, here in the state of Indiana, and no impact yet, but that impact more than likely uh, certainly is coming. We're beginning to see it at other parts of the country. There was news out the, this morning, I believe uh, it is uh, a Ford plant uh, that is talking about maybe 2,000 workers being laid off uh, in uh, in Missouri, I believe, because of a lack of parts because of that impact is beginning to filter down from the, uh, from the strike. So the potential is there. If the Fort Wayne general motor truck assembly plant, as an example, can't get parts, uh, uh, it, it, you know, you know, produce, that they need to produce. Obviously they'll be impacted. Uh, the Marion stamping plant, GM plant, big plant, long time plant in Marion uh, is, is at risk. When you talk about that, Stellantis, uh, all the Chrysler brands, three transmission plants, an engine plant uh, as well uh, in Kokomo. Uh, if uh, an assembly plant in Toledo would go down, that would certainly impact Kokomo. So it's a ripple down, trickle down, if you will, effect uh, affecting these, uh, these plants in Indiana potentially. And as the strike goes on, uh, and there are lots of indications that it's uh, not going to get solved anytime soon, we'll begin to see those, uh,
0: see those impacts talking to Gary Dick of InsideIndianaBusiness.com on Twitter at IIB. Let's move it off the the strike right now. Westfield getting investment from an Israeli pharmaceutical company. Your sister's over there at a sister company, the IBJ, talking about this big investment. The question is, is this the start of a growing industry push or is this one company that has a chance to really grow in Indiana?
1: You know, I think, uh, I think all of the above, uh, really. And if you look at A... Uh, Israel as a trading partner uh, with Indiana, we're beginning to see increasing signs uh, of that connectivity and the investment from companies in Israel in Indiana. Uh, I know a big uh, made a big investment in uh, in Anderson, uh, among other places here. But in this uh, this whole <clears throat> pharma, nuclear medicine area, and that's what we're talking about here uh, with this company, Isotopia USA. Uh, it's a subsidiary of an Israeli company uh, locating in Westfield, $20 million investment, 50 jobs. So the jobs number is not necessarily huge, but a big number in terms of investment, $20 million in communities like Westfield. We're seeing it in Fishers, uh, too, which has been a surprise, I know, to uh, uh, Mayor Scott Fatness there, the number of life sciences companies that are beginning to locate uh, in, uh, in Fishers uh, as well. So I think it's not only the beginning i think it's already started i think it's beginning to pick up uh, a bit of of uh, momentum
0: yeah uh, the 50 jobs one could argue is not a big number but the 50 jobs is also can be seen and i saw it as the start uh, of something it's that we don't often hear about and and westfield has grown and this is not a dig on westfield uh, in in the slightest but i haven't seen the conversations heard the conversations about westfield getting this kind of development, the corporate headquarters and things like that is, is there a turn starting to take place where the pushes like we've seen certainly in Lebanon, uh, where they're building and building and questions about how they got the land, but they're creating all this corridor regarding Purdue is the push now. Hey, maybe Carmel isn't the only place for your corporate HQ. I,
1: I think it's a natural evolution. Uh, really Tony, if you think about it, Um uh, uh, looking at where companies want to locate, let's face it: these companies are attracted here because of Indianapolis, because of what Indianapolis has to offer. That you have, you look at the uh, the great suburban locations, uh, the Westfields, the Fishers. Uh, you can go on down the list, uh, Hamilton County, but other areas uh, as well. And I think we're beginning to see those those opportunities expand beyond the typical, you know, Fishers, Carmel uh, type situations into a Westfield obviously very close geographically there, but uh, suburban areas that offer access to Indianapolis as well.
0: There's a a real good question about where this economy is going. We, of course, have been tracking oil prices, and oil is now, whether you're talking about West Texas Intermediate or Brent crude, over $90 a a barrel, you – clearly see from the consumer price index, the producer price index numbers that the inflation has gone back up uh, not down. Has there been a change in the mentality of uh, Indiana business or or from uh, state government about what it's going to take to right uh, the, the ship? How are you hearing about any level of extreme measures being taken coming into 2024 about how to ensure economic security of business to business?
1: No, no, I wouldn't say extreme measures, but, you know, but believe me, every uh, corporate CEO, every small business uh, leader in the state uh, has an eye, uh, obviously, on the economy, have to do that. But when you look at the inflation numbers, some of the numbers you just quoted there, uh, heading into 2024, uncertainty uh, is out there to be sure. Uh, So it's something that these companies and organizations obviously uh, are aware of. You know, when you get back to what we started talking about, uh, the situation with the auto industry and some of the some of the uh, uh, defining points of that and this push to electric vehicles. Indiana is getting a lot of uh, investment from electric vehicle uh, electric vehicle investment, batteries and components and those types of things. On the flip side, the automakers, which is a part of this whole um, uh, dynamic involving the uh, the labor situation, you know, they're being pushed obviously very hard to go to electric vehicles, which will uh, require fewer workers. They're going to have to find efficiencies. A state like Indiana with a large uh, population of auto workers, you know, how is that going to affect uh, the economy ultimately? So lots of lots of things, micro things going on in the economy. But the bigger picture, as you suggest, is that eye on the economy and inflation and how that's going to affect things. Right now, I don't see companies taking drastic moves or considering those drastic moves. However, it's something that's out there on the horizon.
0: Gary Dick, InsideIndianaBusiness.com, on Twitter, at IIB. Always a a pleasure. Appreciate you being with us.